0: For a very long time, I chose to believe the lie of the enemy that I wasn't hurting anyone by lusting and looking at porn and masturbating to it. I mean, it's not like I was hopping in bed with the women I was lusting after. All I was doing was looking and pleasuring myself. What's wrong with that? No harm, no foul. Or so I thought. Jeremiah 7, 6 says, Do not go after other gods to your own harm. I don't want you to miss God's warning here. When you worship King Me, you are going after another God, and you are doing so to your own harm. Well, welcome to the Point of Purity podcast. I'm your host, Steve Etner, author, national speaker, and purity coach for the Pure Man Ministry, and this is episode 94. In this week's episode, we take a look at what's wrong with just a little bit of lust. So let's dive right in as we ask the question, what can it hurt? As we begin this week's episode, I want you to take a few moments here at the very beginning and and think through the following questions. In fact, I strongly encourage you to talk with your accountability partners about your answers to these nine questions I'm going to rapid fire at you. Here they are. Number one, how has serving and worshiping King Me harmed your view and understanding of God? Question number two. How has serving and worshiping King Me harmed your worship of God? Number three, how has serving and worshiping King Me harmed your fellowship with God? Number four, how has serving and worshiping King Me harmed your prayer life, your talking to God? Number five, how has serving and worshiping King Me harmed your mental health, your thought process, Number six, how has serving and worshiping King Me harmed your emotional health? Number seven, how has serving and worshiping King Me harmed your marriage? Number eight, how has serving and worshiping King Me harmed your view of women or of men? And number nine, how has serving and worshiping King Me harmed your interaction with other family members and friends? Here's my point. Here's why I'm bringing up those nine questions. It is important. It is vital. It is critical. It is of utmost necessity that you understand that lust and porn and masturbation has not helped you at all. It has not helped your understanding of God, your worship of God, your fellowship with God, your talking with God. It hasn't helped your thought process, your emotional state, your marriage, your view of others, your interaction with others. It has not helped. In fact, just the opposite. It has harmed those things. By going after another God, you have not only turned your back on the one true God who alone can set you free, you have chosen to harm yourself and those that you care about. God's Word is clear. We are not to worship or serve any other God except the Creator and Heavenly Father. Listen to the following verses as I quote them to you. Listen closely and listen carefully. I want you to think hard about what God's Word is telling us here. The first verse I want to quote to you is Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 19. It says, If you forget the Lord your God and go after other gods and serve them and worship them, and I solemnly warn you today that you shall surely perish. Deuteronomy 8:19, Isaiah 45, verse 5, God says, I am the Lord. There is no other. Besides me, there is no God. Leviticus 19, verse 4, it's, uh, God says, do not turn to idols. Do not make for yourself any gods, for I am the Lord your God. In 1 John 5, verse 21, it says, Little children, keep yourself from idols. 1 Corinthians ten, seventeen, says, Do not be idolaters. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 14 says, My beloved, flee from idolatry. Exodus 20, verses 3 and 5 says, You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not bow down to them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God. When you are worshiping King Me, when you are choosing to worship that false god, do you understand what you're ultimately guilty of? Here's the point. I don't want you to miss this. So watch this. Listen closely. When you are giving in to the sinful, selfish, evil desires of King Me, you have declared yourself to be a god. You have chosen to worship and you have chosen to adore King Me. You have willingly chosen to give in to the selfish, sinful whims and wishes, desires and fantasies of a false God. Watch this now. Since you are not God, you are guilty of worshiping a false God. You are guilty of idolatry. And that, flat out, is wicked. That, plain as day, is evil in the eyes of our Creator and Heavenly Father. And I want to submit to you that there is nothing, nothing more dangerous than worshiping a God that is not the God. That's why God commands us in Colossians 3, verses 5 and 6, to put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desire, greed, it's all idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming, Colossians 3, 5 and 6. Don't don't miss this. Sexual immorality is idolatry. Sexual impurity is idolatry. Lust is idolatry. Evil desire and greed, I want, I need, I deserve, I desire, I have to have, I can't live without, that's idolatry. Every one of those things are acts of self-worship, worship of a false god. It's idolatry. Putting yourself ahead of God, believing that King me can satisfy yourself more than God ever would or could or will, that offends him. That makes him angry. Romans 2.2 says, we know that the judgment of God rightly falls on those who practice such things. Ecclesiastes 12.14 tells us, God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing, whether good or evil. In Romans 2, verse 5, it says, Because of your hard and impenitent heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself on the day of wrath when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. Ephesians 5, verses 5 and 6 says, You may be sure of this, that everyone who is sexually immoral or impure, who is covetous, that is, an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the children of disobedience. Ephesians 5, verses 5 and 6. Now, why am I reading those verses to you? Why am I sharing them with you? It's to drive home the point that sexual impurity, lust, porn self-gratification through masturbation. that This is a serious, grievous, horrible sin in the eyes of God. That behavior gives evidence to, a, and, and, and let me back up a second, let me explain why it's so bad in God's eyes. It's because it gives evidence to a heart that is guilty of idolatry. It's worship of that which is not God. So I want to submit that there's a decision that has to be made here. You can choose. It is your choice. You can choose to keep King me on the throne of your heart. You can choose to continue in your idolatry. You can choose to continue to be hostile to God in favor of King me, or you can make the hard choice to daily dethrone King me and allow the Creator and Heavenly Father, your Savior, the lover of your soul, to take his rightful place as the Lord and leader of your heart, Luke 9.23. When you do that, you will experience his unfathomable blessings, but the choice is yours. However, I want you to understand this. With every choice, there are always consequences. We've referred to often in our podcast, Genesis 4-7, where God, speaking to Cain just before he killed his brother Abel, said, If you do what is right, it's your choice. You can choose to do what's right. If you do what's right, here's the consequence. You'll be blessed. You'll be accepted. But that's your choice. If you choose not to do what's right, Genesis 4, 7 goes on to say, then the consequence is that sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you. It wants to to pounce and gobble you up and, and destroy every part of your life. So you must master it. In Joshua 24, verse 15 We read this, now make the right choice, right now, right here, to fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Choose to throw away the gods that you've worshipped and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. In Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 15 through 20, listen carefully to what it says. See, God says, see, I have set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in all of his ways, to keep his commands, his decrees, and his laws. See, that's a choice. God goes on to say, then you will live You will increase. The Lord your God will bless you. There's the consequence. He goes on to say, But if your heart turns away and you are not obedient, and if you are drawn away to bow down to other gods and worship them, again, there's the choice. He goes on to say, I declare to you this day that you will certainly be destroyed. There's the consequence. And then God finishes up by saying, This day I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings, and curses. So choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God. Listen to his voice. Hold fast to him for the Lord is your life. Deuteronomy 30 verses 15 through 20. You have a choice and God has given you the amazing freedom to make whatever choice you want. It's entirely up to you. He will not force his will upon you. He will not force his way on you. But just as we have seen, he has also given you a fair warning. Whatever choice you make, there will be consequences. Now, as we will see in an upcoming episode, when we make the choice to worship God, there is blessing, and the blessing is abundant. However, when you choose to worship yourself, sin will not only pounce on you, it will devour you. It will consume every part of your life. So it's entirely up to you. You can, as Isaiah 45, verse 20 says, go, or excuse me, Judges ten fourteen says, go and cry out to the gods whom you have chosen. Let them save you in the time of your distress. You can, you can make that choice. You can choose Isaiah forty-five twenty. There's the verse I was looking for. You can choose to keep on praying to a God that cannot save. Or Psalm 50, verse 15, you can call upon God in the day of trouble. He will deliver you. You shall glorify him. Oh, my friend, the Almighty Creator, the Most Holy God, our Heavenly Father promises in Psalm 91, verse 15, when you call to me, I will answer you. I will be with you in trouble. I will rescue you and I will honor you. Psalm ninety-one fifteen. Let me share a word of warning. And the word of warning is in the form of a question and it comes from Isaiah chapter 10, verse 3. What will you do on the day of punishment? in the ruin that will come from afar to whom will you flee for help let me repeat those last six words to whom will you flee for help if you choose to worship king me you'll feel good to begin with guaranteed sin has its pleasure for a season hebrews 11:25 You'll enjoy physical satisfaction in the moment as you're giving in to the lust and the porn and the masturbation. But what happens when real trouble comes your way? What happens when the world that you've worked so carefully to craft and create suddenly comes crashing down around you? Will your lust and porn and masturbation, will your sinful, selfish sexual habits be able to save you in that moment? In Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 28, God asks, Where are your gods that you made for yourself then? Let them arise now if they can save you in your time of trouble. Can they save you? Seriously, can they save you? Can they do what God and only God can do? Okay, once again, we're going to hit the pause button here until next week's episode. I look forward to continuing this study with you. But before we wrap up this episode, because the last week's episode and this week's episode have been very, very dark and very, very negative. So I want to share with you some great, encouraging, uplifting, healing news. You ready? You ready for it? Here here it comes. Listen to these verses. Let them wash over you and give you hope. Psalm 119, verse 114. David says of God, you, God, are my hiding place. You are my shield. I hope in your word. Psalm 130, verse 7, we read these words, Hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is steadfast love, and with him is plentiful redemption. The fact is, the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him, in those who hope in his steadfast love. Psalm 147, verse 11. Proverbs twenty three eighteen promises, surely there is a future and your hope will not be cut off. So let me encourage you. Let me challenge you. Keep God on the throne of your heart today, tomorrow, the next day, all week. Because as Jeremiah 17, verse 7 says, blessed is the man or the woman who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord. You see, my friend, as Zephaniah 3.17 says, the Lord your God is in your midst. Wow, (laughs) a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. Well, if you'd like to learn more about today's study, or if you're interested in learning more about our ministry, be sure to visit our website to see the multitude of resources that we've made available to you. The website is ThePurityCoach, it's all one word, ThePurityCoach.com. Now one of the resources I want to highlight for you is a book that I wrote a couple years ago entitled The Pure Man's Devotional Guide, A Biblical Toolbox for Purity. The title again is The Pure Man's Devotional Guide, A Biblical Toolbox for Purity. You see, building a life of purity doesn't happen overnight. And like any building project, it will be best when you use the right tools for the task. Well, this this book, The Pure Man's Devotional Guide, A Biblical Toolbox for Purity, is just that. It is a toolbox that is filled with nearly 700 passages of scripture, all for the purpose of equipping you with the proper tools to build a lasting life of biblical purity. This book is an easy read. It's a five-week devotional guide that will help you see how the enemy attacks, and more importantly, how you can skillfully handle the Word of God as you learn to fight back. So I encourage you to visit the resource section of our website, or go directly to Amazon.com and search for The Pure Man's Devotional Guide, or just look up my name, Steve Etner, and purchase your copy today. Well, this is the end of another episode, and we look forward to meeting you next week. But until then, Let me remind you that if you're gonna glorify God in your everyday living, he must first be glorified in your every moment thinking.